you're listening to the Female Social Podcast, a real and raw conversation about life, business, and everything in between. Join your hosts, Jen, 40-something multipreneur juggling motherhood and marriage, and Emily, 20-something brand and web designer, wine enthusiast, and passionate goal chaser as they navigate authentically through their different lenses of life. Hello, hello. Happy Monday. We are back with another episode of the Female Social Today, and it is the first Monday of the month, and we are back with a real and raw conversation about what has happened throughout April and now heading into May with Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, We wanted to chat about something that has really been super personal to me, and I know it has also been personal to Jen throughout her life. So we wanted to just dive into a conversation and chat about things that we are doing to show up for ourselves when we're struggling with mental health or show up for our loved ones when they're struggling with mental health. Um, So are you ready to dive into it, Jen? I am. I am. And I'm really glad when we sat down this morning to talk, we both were pretty much in alignment with this topic and this conversation. And actually, if you want to be, we'll be really honest with everybody listening. uh, We Googled when is mental health awareness month? And we're like, perfect. It's now we could do it and we could share with you. And I think it's a topic that's not talked about enough. I think people get nervous or uncomfortable, uh, oftentimes embarrassed to have conversations around mental health and how it affects all of us inside of our lives. And quite honestly, I think that it's a topic, I don't care how successful you are. I don't care how grounded you are. I don't care how many therapists you've seen or how many podcasts you've listened to. I think everyone at some point in their life has a situation where it's, it's something they have to face. It's something that they have to dig deep about, whether it's for themselves or for a family member. Uh, everyone struggles with their mental health at some level or some point in their life. So I think it's great to have this conversation and see have people see that it's okay to talk about it. So to start, let's just talk a little bit about what's going on in our lives and, and how we're, you know, facing it right now as we speak. And then let's just talk, we could dive in a little bit deeper. Yeah. So the last couple of months have been really hard uh, for my family and myself. My dad has been really struggling with his mental health, um, started out as small anxiety attacks, then turned into full-blown panic attacks and has escalated to the point where it's now panic and depression. And it um, has really been affecting me um, because when I was younger, I also really suffered with mental health, which ended with me needing to get hospitalized and have, you know, a really big transformation in my life. So to see one of your most loved people in your life go through something similar. It's just, it's very, very hard. Um, so throughout the whole process, it has been a challenge to find the right tools and the right, 
I don't even know if anything is right anymore because it just feels so crazy every day, but, um, the right steps to take to be able to show up for myself first and then show up for my family, my, my dad included. And then also, you know, my business and my clients, because I don't want to watch what I've worked for just dwindle, you know, right in front of my face, um, because this is going on. And my dad, uh, for anyone listening that knows my dad, he has the most carefree, joyous, humble heart that you will ever, like, he's just the most amazing person. Um, He has taught me so much in my life about what I need to do to show up for myself and what it means to be a kind and happy, grateful person. And, um, a lot of that has been through our faith and right now he's really struggling. He is having a hard time even finding his faith. And, you know, for anyone listening who is struggling with mental health, I want you to know that my, my door is always open, whether that's reaching out to us, email or Instagram or, you know, I'll give you my phone number. I don't care. (laughs) Just know that there's other people going through it with you and I'm always here. Right. And I think one of the things that when you told me the story originally, it's hard to wrap your brain around sometimes is that he was, has always been um, someone who's lived their life uh, with joy and with happiness and, you know, seen the brighter side of things. So to see someone who, you know, has spent their life being that way, then all of a sudden deal with these issues is hard. That's a, that's a difficult thing. And I think it's important to point that out that, you know, anyone could encounter a time in their life where, I mean, listen, I mean, we've, we've been through the hardest year of anyone's life ever, you know, anyone that's currently living this year likely has gone through some kind of an emotional struggle that they've never experienced before because of COVID, you know, so that there's, there's the likelihood that even though we live our lives every single day and, and we've shown up a certain way that something could happen where, you know, that shift happens and and you can no longer cope with some of the things that go on internally. So maybe share a little bit about how you personally are, 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 are coping with it because like you mentioned, uh, you've been through this on your own. You've, you've seen, you know, difficult times in your childhood and you've struggled with, you know, emotionally handling things. So talk a little bit about what you're doing now. So the biggest thing that I'm doing first is I started going back to therapy and I think that (laughs) I think therapy can have this stigma about it where people don't want to talk about the fact that they go and they share things with a stranger once or twice a week. And if you don't have a therapist, I right now, like don't walk, run, go get one. Um, It is so refreshing to have an hour of your week to just sit there and talk to someone who's not connected. There's no judgment. There's no expectation. Um, and I want to just share a little bit. I have a, someone in my life uh, that I was talking to recently about therapy and she's like, well, 
and I recommended my therapist because now so many therapists are doing things virtually. So like, I don't care where you live, what you're doing. Like you could, you could find a really good therapist. Right. So this particular person was like, well, does your therapist take insurance? And I said, well, she actually doesn't take mine. Um, but I pay out of pocket. And she's like, well, I don't want to pay out of pocket. I said, well, I pay 80 bucks a session. So for $160 a month, is that worth your mental health? Like, is that worth like, I, and I think sometimes we think that like, oh, it's going to cost too much or, oh, it's going to take up too much of my time or, oh, and for me, like two hours a month, $160 a month, like I can spend $160 in Target in 36 seconds. You spend it on your nails. I spend it on my nails. Like, like now I do. You know, you take two hours of your time a month to get your nails done. And right. it's probably more than $160 at the end of the day with right. all the crazy designs going on. I now. know. I know. I know. It's so true. I, I like almost threw up when I got my nails done the last time. I was like, what? <laughs> and now I have to tip you too. Yep. I know. But it's true. Like if you really break it down and say like, okay, like it's this investment in regardless if they take your insurance or not, but like you invest in that time where, like you said, it's a stranger that you can just speak to and just get it all out. As a matter of fact, um, just a little behind the scenes action. My daughter is sitting on the other side over here today because uh, once again, her she's in a quarantine situation from school. There's someone on her bus who had COVID. But regardless, um, we were actually just talking about this this morning and she said something about, well, how can you get to th- go to therapy? And I don't. And I said, well, if you want to go to therapy, you can go to therapy. Yeah. You can, you can hop on with me one day if you want to do an alone session. So I think it's, there's really something to be said for having open and honest conversations about making sure that your mental health is a priority. Yeah. And I, and I think that a big thing also, like when I was, so when I was 15, 14, 15, and I was going through all of my shit and I couldn't really figure out like why or what was causing me to have horrible anxiety and depression. Um, I went to a couple different therapists till I really found the person that fit me and fit my needs and made me feel comfortable. And she I I tell her all the time. I tell her now, like you saved my life. You know, you were the person that gave me a new perspective on things. Is she the same person that you see now? Yes. Um, you know, a perspective that your parents or your friends who are so close to you might not be able to give you because they're too close. And, uh, you know, therapy, I really think it's 80% the fit, 20% the work. Like you have to be comfortable talking to that person because you're going to have to face things that you, you probably don't want to face on a daily, a daily routine or whatever, like daily basis. Yeah. I couldn't figure out that (laughs) word, but, um, you know, a lot of it, and even I work with a coach. So that's the next step. Like it kind of happened at the perfect time because working with, so our coach, my coach is Jess McKinley, who we had on the podcast a couple weeks ago. And, uh, with her, like she works with high functioning people. And I think that it's, really safe to say that most of us are high functioning people, but not all of the time. And there is a side of us that is low functioning that wants to lay in bed all day that wants to digress and, you know, watch Netflix or run away from our responsibilities. And it's really nice that I have the balance. So I'm going to my therapist once a week and I'm talking to Jess once a week. And it's that low and high balance in my life, um, which I, really think has been helping me get through this. Um, yeah. And you know, it's, uh, I, when you were talking, something came to mind that, you know, 
Yes, we've spent, you know, the last 10 minutes talking about therapists and I and I truly believe that therapy is something that can benefit anybody at any time. However, there are many, many things that people can do to help themselves in difficult situations. So if therapy is really not in your wheelhouse right now, that's okay. You have to be ready to sit down and talk to a therapist. Yes. But you know, is it like maybe listening to a podcast like this? Is it maybe uh, going for a jog? Is it maybe, you know, meditating for three minutes? I I feel like we might have had this conversation on the podcast once before. Well, we talked a lot about it with Jess, with the coach, you know, and uh, to that, like, you know, my, one of my favorite things to do is just get in my car, roll the windows down and blast music. Like it is the best medicine. Um, I grew up dancing my whole life. And for me to be able to just transform my mind to be back in that dance studio, like music blasting and just all of my energy coming out of me, it's I to go buy a CD, like your favorite artist. A CD? Yeah. Who's buying CDs? I still buy CDs. <laughs> you do? Sometimes, yeah. Where can you even buy CDs? Target. You can? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm older. That's a role reversal right there. <laughs> we always talk about Emily being the young one and me being the old one. You're buying CDs? Yes. Like It's called Spotify, girlfriend. <laughs> I know. I have that too, but sometimes you just don't want to look for the songs. Like right, sometimes right, right. you just want to let it go. And you want to listen to the whole album. Yeah. Like sometimes there's something to be said for like listening like, to a whole so album. Like Justin Bieber's album just came out his new album I love Justin Bieber okay don't make fun of me and um I do like that Peaches song though yeah Not that is lie. fun yeah it's a but fun like song. his whole album is just so good and he really did a full 360 and uh he's really faith-based now and his music does talk about that when he sings you know and and I listen to his album on repeat daily like I just his music is like this is now going to show our age because it's only, I have to say this out loud. I'm thinking it in my brain. So I have to say it out loud. I think the last like album, like CD I bought was Alanis Morissette. Okay. But that's a, like, <laughs> I love her. Yeah, oh my God. That, that her music. I can listen to that entire, entire thing front, yeah. like beginning to end and sing every single song out loud. So yeah, yeah I get it. That's a good one. But, no. You know, even right now, like we're sitting at my boyfriend's and I bought him a record player for Valentine's Day and I'll listen to the full, the full album. Like I just, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about music that just makes you feel good. Yeah. I agree with that. And I, I, and again, going back though, like if music's not your thing, then find what your thing is. Right. You know? So, okay. So, you know, working on ourselves, like doing things for ourselves, How, how do, what are some of the things that like you do when you see other, like, like, like when you're dealing with your dad, like, do you help him? Do you not help him? Like, talk about that conversation right now. Like what's happening in your life? Cause I know that this is a big thing for you. Yeah. So I think the biggest thing is patience. And I think that could apply to your whole life. Um, you know, Yeah. (laughs) I just pointed to my daughter. Yes, I get it. (laughs) And um, the weirdest thing about what's going on with my dad is that he's this adult and I'm a 24 year old, essentially child. Like as much as I want to say I'm this adult, I'm well, you're his child, you know, there's still this young kid like part of me that has not I have not grown out of yet. And so that's really hard. So patience is definitely number one. And then you know, my motto and everything that I do is just to lead with kindness. And I think that really 
also works with patients, like not getting frustrated with him, knowing that some days are going to be better than others. And some days are going to be complete shit. And he's going to just want to lay on the couch and not talk to us. Um, And I just have to be kind. And I just have to say, if that's what you want to do today, then that's what we're going to do today. Um, You know, being the person that I never want to tell him to do anything. So I give him a lot of options. What would you like to do? Um, You know, but when you're dealing with someone who has mental health, you have to give them options. So it might not be telling him, okay, well, no, you have to do this today, but you have three choices. What would you, what like, would to you like to do? Right, right. And, um, they're so indecisive. Like they don't, my dad specifically, like he, uh, he does not know what's up and what's down right now. I mean, it's crazy. So the choices, if he says, I don't know, you have to say that's not an answer. Like right. it's yes or no. I don't know is no. So let's try to pick a different answer. Right, right, right. Um, so it's really just being, being there, showing up and being there in any way that you can. Um, and I think this applies when we, when we spoke about um, having this conversation and how it directly affects like both Emily and I, you know, she was talking about her dad and all the things that have been happening in her life as of recently. And then when it came to me and my experiences, although it's not necessarily a mental health issue, it's still dealing with day-to-day situations of people who maybe have, like my daughter who's sitting here in the room with us and she can attest to this. She has high anxiety. She's someone who lives with anxiety on a daily basis and things often freak her out. You know, there's moment like I'll give a perfect example. Yesterday we were at a friend's house for a birthday party and they were playing manhunt. All the kids were playing manhunt and she fell on the street and she got nervous and she panicked and she was screaming bloody murder as if like the world ended. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's her natural knee jerk reaction. And for me as a parent, I used to scream bloody murder back. Right. Like, what? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm screaming. Yeah. And now like, as a parent, and she could probably tell you that yesterday I had to take her to a quiet spot. I had to sit her down. Do I had to, yeah. I had to talk to her quietly. I had to remove all outside influence yeah. and have a one on one face to face at her level conversation in a very quiet tone. Because mm-hmm. if I don't do that. All of those things. And these are all the things I've learned along the way as yeah. a 44 year old, 44 year old mom. If I don't do that then it's going to escalate and escalate very quickly. And so it's all lessons learned. Yeah. You like, and that's the biggest thing when you're dealing with anyone. I mean, we've all had anxiety. I don't think that there is anyone in their life that has can say I've never dealt with anxiety. And if they haven't, I'd like to talk to you. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? What are you taking? Because you're not living here. Yeah. (laughs) Like, sorry. They're from planet Mars. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you know, like, I think about this all the time. I'm going through what I'm going through, but I know that my dad's going to be okay. Like I have confidence that he's going to be okay. And it will allow me to move through my day. I think about people who's, who get news, you know, they have horrible cancer and they have three weeks to live or uh, like Bethany Hamilton, who was 13 and got her arm bit off by a shark surfing and that there's, like really good friends with my brother and his friends. By the way. Really? Yeah, my brother knows her. Oh, that's yeah. so amazing. Yeah. I love her. You know, she's one of my biggest inspirations because her she, story is incredible. it's incredible. Yeah. And when you watch her interviews, she, you know, she was asked, 
do you think you'll ever surf again? And she, without hesitation, goes, think? I know. She was back out there in like two months. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch that recent documentary? I did. Yeah, that was so good. good. Yeah. And um, like when you're just, when you're shopping or when you're out or if you're at a restaurant and shit's hard right now, like we're all going through it, but you don't know what people are going through. You don't know if they struggle to even get themselves into a car and out to the restaurant because their therapist is telling them to put themselves in uncomfortable situations, like be kind, just try to have patience with people and be kind to people because you have no idea. Right. And that's my biggest piece. That's, that's how people are going to get better. And that's how the world would be a better place. Do you know, I I mean, I don't know if you know this about me, but that's like a motto that like lives in my homes for many, many years. Uh Like you'll see it in my house in many areas. I don't know if you ever saw it. Yeah. The the term be kind. I mean, we have shirts that say be kind. Yeah. Like we have them made, like that's a a motto that we live by. Um, And, you know, to talk about some personal situations about um, almost four years ago now, I had a very good friend who committed suicide And the day before she committed suicide, the last thing on her Facebook page was be kind. You never know what another person is going through. So you're, you saying that is a hundred percent true. And again, my daughter is sitting here and she can tell you that it's something that we drill into their brains every single minute of every single, we talk about it all day long. Cause I agree. I think kindness goes really, really far and you're right. There's a person online next to you at, you know, Starbucks or Target, and you have no idea what they might be going through. So a kind word, a nice gesture. I mean, people are so like, it's so hard now with masks and nobody knows what's like, what's behind that mask. You can't even tell if someone's smiling at this point. So just the little, little things. things go so far, so far. Yeah. And the, and then the, you know, the last thing I want to talk about is I know that, not everyone listening is a believer in God. I don't care if you believe in God, if you believe in a spirit and a greater universe, but find something that is bigger than you. Like find something that you can say to yourself, like, it's not all about me, that you don't have to take things so personal. Um, A really good book, if anyone wants to read anything is it's called the four agreements. Oh, I love that book. And it's an easy read. It's We've so talked e- about this, I think. Yeah. Yeah. This is a great book. So easy. And, um, the author has a couple other books and, you know, one of the things that they teach you is don't take things so personally, like, and when you're able to get past that, you are going to be able to allow yourself to feel lighter Right. Because not everything is about you. And although we make it out to be, for yeah, sure, right? you know, and, And exactly what Jen was just saying, when you're standing online, like the simplest hello can just, you know, turn someone's day around. Um, So the last three months have really reiterated all of this into my life because I know that life gets in the way and we forget to do these things sometimes. Um, But, you know, I challenge all of you for the month of May just to really go out of your way to be kind to someone, to lend a hand or write a note to a friend that you might have not spoken to in a while. Ask how they've been doing this year. Um, Go grab a cup of coffee with someone who you see might have been quiet on social media for the last couple of weeks. You know, ask if people are okay and, and 
show up for them and be the person that they know, like that is my light in my life. Um, and it could be done by really, really simple tasks. Right. So what, um, what there was a, like on, in my network marketing company, we had like gone through some exercises once, like, you know, like it was a class or a coaching call or whatever. And one of the things that they had said was, you know, like our business is based on like genuine conversations and people know, liking and trusting you. Right. Mm -hmm. And I've learned so much about who I am as a person and, and how I show up for people. But one of the things was just once a day, just do something nice for someone, like send a text, you know, uh, call someone, whatever it is, just once a day, do something for someone else. And it's not for anything in return. It's just the way that it returns to you tenfold. It has nothing to do with the financial gain, nothing, but it just makes you feel good and ultimately just makes you a better person, you know, yeah. to show up for other people. And once a day, was it take 30 seconds to send a text? Exactly. Right. And that's the other thing, you know, the power of giving, like when all of this was happening, I was, well, it's still happening. But in the beginning, I was talking to my parents and, and I said, what have we done for other people that has been so selfless in the last year? Like there have been people out of work, homeless, can't eat, right. struggling, like, and our lives really did not change. We have had a very, very blessed year. I launched a business. It was super successful. Like, like it felt as though like COVID was here, but all of the horrible things that were happening did not like directly affect us. Right. And, you know, I, too. yeah. And I yeah. said to, like, I said to my mom, you know, there's two things. One, was I thanking the Lord for all of the things that he blessed me while I was being blessed with them? Or am I just praying now for a miracle for my dad to feel better? And then will I only thank him after that miracle happened? Right, right, right. Like give gratitude every single day, even if you're feeling shitty, like I feel horrible, but I'm here another day. Right. I don't want to get out of bed, but I have a beautiful house and a roof over my head. Like right. find the gratitude in something every that. day. And second, like give just to give, like you said, with nothing in return, right. it will, it's an overwhelming, empowering feeling that people forget to do. Um, I always look at a babe like Daphne, who right. she does this so well, like, you know, she really started her business doing the hundred days of giving. Yeah. And, and I always try to reflect back on what she did and say, you know, how can I do something similar in my business that will have an impact just because I want to give, right. you know? Right. And it doesn't always have to be like a financial thing. No. It be, you know, like, I mean, she made paper flowers. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm sure there was a, a small financial investment, but a tiny little flower she left. And it's her know, time. And yeah. And her time too. Yeah. But it, the way that it returned to her tenfold. So yeah, yeah, I agree for sure. Well, this was a good conversation. It was. I think it's one of my favorite Me so too. far. Me too. <laughs> I can't wait to listen back. I can't wait to listen back. So thank you all so much for joining us on the Female Social Podcast today. And uh, like Emily said, the month of May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So let's do our part to really contribute and give back to the people in our lives and just make this world a little bit brighter of a place because I know for sure we all need it. So until next time, babes. Yes. And like we said earlier, our DMs, our phone, our email, they're always open. So if For anyone's sure. struggling out there, do not hesitate to reach out. 
but we hope you have such a great Monday and we will see you all next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the female social podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode for all things, the female social, be sure to follow us on Instagram at the female social podcast. If you loved this episode, be sure to share it with a friend. We love connecting with more babes. See you next week.